lifting weights. I was showing one of my friends some of my exercise and I'm like doing sumo squats, holding like a 45 pound oh, that's awesome. weight, which is like, that's a big yeah. honking heavy it's thing, like half you the know? size of you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like i'm a small person yeah um you know i worked up to that but i find i was always afraid of weightlifting because yeah. i thought it would make me too jacked yeah um yeah and that's like a common that's misconception a common misconception mm, they think sure. it's gonna happen like overnight yeah, yeah like yeah. if i touch Wouldn't a weight that that's nice? too heavy i'll get yeah. too swole yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, exactly i don't know why i feel like men want to just whip it out of the gyms and they get yeah. like, there was like a because even like like yeah, i said maybe. going through kinesiology and having my certifications that was still something. And that was like 20 years ago, yeah. right? Like things wow. have definitely changed, right? Like, so same thing. Like I, for me, when I was training, it was very much, I've always been athletic. I've always yeah. played sports. I've always loved doing things like that. But even just, I would say in the last 10 years, like I've like found CrossFit and I was like, yeah. this is amazing. And I can throw weights around and kettlebells. And there's something so empowering about oh my God, lifting totally. weights. Yeah. Mm. And it does. It's like strength for later. Like now as I'm getting older, I'm in my 40s. I'm like, mm. this weightlifting is going to help me for when I'm 60 and 70 or even like when I'm traveling and I can carry my own luggage and I don't yes. need anybody to help me. My husband's not home or nobody's there to help. I can move a couch like I don't need like it's just something so empowering about knowing that you can get super strong and you can have arms that yeah. make guys feel like yeah. they're yeah. to work out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Although um, that is a joke. No, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I was, um, I spent a couple of days at a hotel with my friend and like, I was like, no, it's okay. I can get my own bag. And the guy's like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. I was like, bro. Yeah. Don't worry. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. One hand out of the back of the cab, no. you know? Like, but it yeah. feels so good, right? And even just I like lifting weights is such a stress relief for me. I just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps you put your focus on fitness. Like you're, fitness goals and other things like you're not looking at the scale you're not worried about yeah you know how much you weigh it's like okay how much should i lift today like can i do a little bit extra so welcome to cast of creators thank you thanks for having me yeah glad you're here glad you're here when talia first told me about you she told me about this fitness and healthy and foodie and this person that I just had to meet. Aww. So it was really exciting oh, to finally nice. meet you in person. Yeah, no, she's so sweet. We hit it off right away. It was like a girl shopping date. Like what best yeah. way to get to know someone? Like literally, right? We spent the whole day shopping and eating. It was yes. perfect. And <laughs> yeah. that was um, for the shoot that is for a book you have? Yes, it's for my cookbook. Oh, that's yeah, so exciting. exciting. That's why I needed Talia's help because I was like, this is going to last forever. It's not like a post that just disappears. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was really fun. And she helped me kind of just like just pick out things that were like comfortable, like the whole like ideas, like come and like cook with me at home. And this kind yeah. of like if you came and stayed with me for a week, these are the meals that I would serve you. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. And yeah, we just finished all our photography for the cookbook last month. And Amazing. Out next year, hopefully. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. That must be a lot of work. (laughs) A lot more than I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Doing it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like even just like the photography and going through all the recipes and little things like, you know, I'm such a, like, I'm I'm not a chef by training. Mm -hmm. Like I just love cooking. So it was kind of like, okay, I do a little bit of this and kind of like how I learned from my mom. Like we have no measurements written down. And so when you're actually putting it into a book and you're like, okay, some people are going to be new to cooking. So we have recipe testers and, you know, working with publisher and editors and yeah, definitely a bigger project than I like. I mean, I knew it'd be big, but like just when you're in the nitty gritty of it, you're like, oh, yeah, there's lots of like different things and like different things that are 
moving at the same time. So Absolutely. yeah, I look well, at it cookbooks with a lot more appreciation now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, they placed that grain of rice or that didn't, wasn't, yeah, that didn't yeah, fall yeah. there by accident. <laughs> like we had a stylist who was like with tweezers, like moving the cilantro on yeah. top of like yeah. each like, but I'm like, oh, okay, I see. I see like yeah. how much goes into it. But yeah, it's definitely been a labor of love and I'm so excited to, you know, have it out. And what's the name so, of your cookbook? Yeah. It's called Bismillah, Let's Eat. Oh, yeah. That. So it's something that we say all the time. And as Muslims, you say Bismillah before you kind of start anything. It's like I begin in the name of God. And it's something that I grew up doing. And it's kind of like something I do with my kids and my family. So, yeah, it's kind of like it's, you know, it's anything you do, doing it with intention. Yeah. So when we talked to the publishers about it, they were like, yeah, we love it. It's just kind of like you know, like Bismillah, let's start. Like even when you're going on a trip or like you start a big project, it's like look at Bismillah. It's kind of like we, this is our intention. Let's put like, you know, faith in God. Let's put kind of like the rest into it. I love it. it. So, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, a, really it's a bit of an elevated it. bon appetit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Can I write that down? When I do my book tour, I'll be like, well, yeah. No, but and I was kind of like, I don't know how people will react to it. It's like, you know, um, but I, I think that the idea of even just people, hopefully people that are going to be coming to the book, it's a mix of recipes from like, like my background, my parents are from East Africa, but our background and ancestry is from India and then oh, they moved to Canada. So it's like a little mix of everything. And so we have like Pakistani influence. My uh, husband's family, they ha- they're in Pakistan, some of them. So it's kind of like a mix of everything. So I feel like, you know, people coming to the book are going to be new to some part of it. So even like a word that they've never heard of maybe will intrigue them. And so, yeah, like we've got like a whole explanation at the beginning of kind of what what the word means and how I use it. And so, yeah, I'm really excited for it to be kind of more than just food, but like like, you know, like we're, we all come from such different backgrounds. So like mm. a really nice way for us to just kind of connect with our differences. For sure. Yeah. I love cooking and all this food sounds like things I'd like to make. So I'm very yeah. excited. For you. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> and especially you. because you ha- you post so many good, just healthy recipes on Instagram. You know, when I um, discovered you it was by Talia or maybe before that, but you post so many delicious things. We were just talking about the date bars that you just oh, posted. Look yeah, amazing. <laughs> Thanks. So, so and I good. think it's the idea of like, so my background is in kinesiology. I'm a personal trainer. So a lot of times, and even with cooking, like to be honest, I always loved food, but cooking didn't become a passion until I think I had my own family. Right. And, you know, like the crazy things my mom would do, like cook 10 different things or like, you know, like we're fasting right now. So like she'd wake up at five and make these like, meals for us to eat before the day started. And I'm like, that's crazy. I'm never going to do that as a mom. And like, here I am like doing the exact same thing. But because it was like, it's a way of like showing love to my family. And I feel like it, it just brings back so many beautiful memories of growing up with my mom and my grandmother used to live with us. So I didn't realize that food had like, I mean, food was always such a big part of our culture and religion, but I feel like just being able to like give that to my family and friends that come over. And I just feel like it's such a beautiful way of like, creating memories and things like yeah. that. So like, yeah, yeah it was my great. daughter's birthday two days ago and not didn't want one gift. She's like, but I want ribs and I want your corn curry and I want your spring. And I was like, oh, OK. And like, I love that I can do yeah. that for her. And it's like hopefully something that like as she gets older, she'll remember those memories. But she will for sure. Yeah. What type of ribs? Um, They're like spiced ribs, like Indian spiced ribs. Like spiced beef ribs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So not as big as like, but like nice small. And she's like, yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's a big meat eater, that girl. But even like coming as a kinesiologist, I used to do personal training. I worked in gyms and it was like, okay, if you want to eat healthy, it's like steamed broccoli and chicken breast. And like, and I couldn't, and I was like, I'm telling people to eat this kind of stuff if they want to lose weight or get healthier. And I'm like, you know, like these aren't the foods I eat. And so can I incorporate like healthier, like healthy foods with like these delicious flavors, right? So that's kind of how the passion came into 
cooking and sharing it and stuff. Yeah. And what is that? It's like, I mean, I dated someone who was in kinesiology in this when I was in college. And this guy was like, I don't know, he worked out a lot. But yeah. all he ate every day was like vegetables and like a chicken breast. It was just like plain. Yeah. And I'd be like, got some spice. There's like, joy to that. I know. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, exactly. Doesn't, your food doesn't have to be boring. No, it and doesn't. I, mean, I like to eat healthy. But. I like to mix it up. Yeah. And and you can do both. And like, add I think, flavors. Yeah. And there's so many health benefits to like the spices and different flavors as yeah. well that like it's actually beneficial to eat those types of things. Right. And so, yeah, I, I realized that in the fitness industry, too, there wasn't a lot of like flavors and eat this. And it was like, OK, like just do this. And this is how many calories you need and have your, you know, your can of tuna and your mm-hmm. lettuce. And I was like, no, there has to be more fun. Like there has to be more to this. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, there's not a lot of calories in spices. No, there isn't. But spices it, and herbs, like those are like free. Like, free. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they Throw satisfy you as, as yeah. you can. Yeah. And they really satisfy you, right? Like those yeah. flavors. Like, and with me, like I said, like with food being such an integral part of my like upbringing and everything, like just like having those, like you feel like your home, or, you know, it just brings such nice memories. So yeah, I wanted to make sure I, that my clients were enjoying their food and you're more likely to stick to a healthy lifestyle and a healthy diet if you enjoy it. Yes, right? Yeah, for sure. And if you don't feel imprisoned by the routine, exactly, exactly. Um, where yeah. variety helps you 100%. get out of that prison yeah, a little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, so true. So East African food. Yeah. What are some staples of so East, East African, African food? East African, it's like a mix of, there's a lot of coconut in East African food. Mm. Yeah. So like um, we have, and the names, I, I'm going to butcher them because I think they're like a mix of like, so there's something called kukupaka, which like sounds, mm-hmm. but it's chicken and coconut curry. So like different than a Thai curry, but like with like the turmeric and like the ground uh, coriander and um, like, so you take like... Um, onions and tomatoes and you blend it up in like a coconut curry and then you grill like chicken and that's like your curry and you have that with rice. Um, there's a lot of like uh, grilled stuff like mishkakis, like grilled like meat skewers. So there's a lot of different foods with East African. And then I think because my ancestors, they came from India to East Africa, there's like a mix of those foods as mm-hmm. well. Fusion. Fusion. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I came, we like, you know, my parents moved here and then I was born here and then, you know, now I make something called butter chicken pizza for my son because it's oh, like, you know, you love good. pizza and we had butter mm-hmm. chicken left over and like, you know, and I think there's no rules, right? Like just mm-hmm. take what you want and take little pieces of it. And I think, um, yeah, so yeah, my parents were are from East Africa. So we have a lot of like those like flavors and even with like fruits and things like that. Like, you know, when I'm here, I've been back with my parents a few times and they're like, try this fruit. You'll never get this in Canada, but this is like what we used to eat every day. And so, yeah, it's really nice to like have those you know, and they brought that here because it feels like home, right? So yeah. there's like also like a, it's like a fried dough, um, kind of like a, like a donut, but it's like a triangle. It's called mandazi or mambri. And it's got like a coconut flavor too in the dough as well. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. Never had anything like that. Yeah. But fried dough is a winner. Yeah. In anything. Yeah. 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 And again, like, <laughs> my kids like slather Nutella on it and it's yeah, perfect. Whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. It goes. yeah, exactly. Beans. They do a lot of beans. Yeah, they do beans. There's other parts where they'll do like um, like peanut butter in their curries. Like uh-huh. so, yeah, there's a lot like there's fish. So there's a there's like it's a mix of stuff. Like you said, it's like fusion. Love so you do know. you ever train clients and uh, have the clients just turn into foodies under your watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. I think with training, it's kind of like like you said, we, a big thing is like, OK, how are we going to do this so that you enjoy it? Because I think for me, like life is too short. I don't want you doing something and like dreading every hour we meet. Like I don't do personal training anymore, but even with my online programs and stuff, like I really want people to find something they enjoy, right? And like 
find an aspect of it that they love, right? So, okay, maybe you hate burpees, then we don't have to don't do burpees. Do them. Like, don't do them. We can change it. If that's the reason that's not getting you to show up on that mat or to watch the video and do the workout, like you can skip it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to find things that work for you. And then even with food, I think that a lot of times, like when you purchase my programs, there is a meal guide. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that that like curried lentil soup could be so good and it's healthy. And I'm like, yeah, you need to like foods that like satisfy you and fill you up. And so, yeah, I've definitely like found that like even people that follow me, maybe because of the fact that they've been following me for a while, they're like, oh, it didn't look that intimidating when you posted the video. So they try cooking it and they surprise themselves that like they can make things that taste delicious. That are healthy. That are healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you balance like with the date squares? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Date squares or any item that's really calorie dense. How do you balance? Like, do you do you try and figure out if your customer, patient, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Client, client. Client, (laughs) patient. Patient, that's my husband's job. That's not my job. Yeah. Your client. Yeah. Is the type of person that... um, you know, if they're the type of person that likes to get full. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's tricky to get them to dabble in calorie dense stuff. Yeah, for because sure. Because they'll like sure. fill up yeah, on those date exactly. squares, which is a pretty packed little oh, yeah. calorie like, Even though it's bomb. natural ingredients and it's healthy, right. you've still got like sugars in there. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. So will you assess someone's sort of personality or their relationship with food and gauge from there? Or how do you manage it? So I think everyone is, you know, depending on like, like you said, like their person, some people will go and work all day and not eat anything and then have a huge dinner at night, right? Some people are peckish and they'll like snack all day, right? So there are things that I really try to focus on, like eat your whole foods. And I think volume eating is a big thing. So having a huge salad as opposed to that one, you know, having three date squares, right? That's where you need to, you need to fill up in volume because that's going to yeah, fill up your belly. That's my game. Plan. You're visually going to be like, I ate this whole bowl of salad. Like that's going to satisfy you, right? And then making sure that it has like protein that's going to keep you full, right? That's going to digest slower, right? So it's going to take you longer to feel hungry. The pro- if, Especially also if you're building muscle, that protein is going to aid in that as well, right? So there's like some staples that I think everybody should follow, like eating whole foods, eating as close to like, you know, like as many fruits and vegetables as you can as well, right? adding protein to your diet. So whichever way that is, I think that's important. Having fiber, having complex carbohydrates. And then is how you build your meal. So if you're someone that needs a sandwich and you're satisfied by that, okay, fine, have the sandwich. That's totally fine. We're not cutting out carbs, but then let's pack it with lots of vegetables and good proteins. And so you're having that sandwich, but it's satisfying you, right? You love your salads. That's perfect. But like some lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers, that's not going to fill you up, right? So again, let's add some cheese to that. Let's add some nuts to that. Let's add, you know, more like other vegetables that are going to fill up like red peppers and zucchini and corn mm-hmm. and like chickpeas and things like that. Right. So let's see what you like and then figure out how we can make it like the healthiest or like a really like satiating meal that's going to fill you up. That's also going to give you as many nutrients as it can as well. So we're both former bigger versions of ourselves. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> um, and, and I think that fitness transformation. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Well, I think that we both our respective transformations have actually happened differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas yours has been very fitness driven. Like, yes, a- I love working out now. I'm pretty healthy, like awesome. very toned. <laughs> Every once in a while, Nelson will give me a hug and he'll be like, holy pipes, there, case. <laughs> I'm thinking of moving her to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to feel those anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to whip up your sleeve. <laughs> You awesome. happen to have four cases of water, though, that just arrived. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll <miss> <laughs> yeah. yeah, leave those to me. 
Um, but games. you got into weight training mm-hmm. and that was during the pandemic. Yeah, that kind of like made a big difference. I had never been really, I used to go to a gym, but I would do like, you know, a 15 minute Nike training workout and I'd only use a 10 pound yeah, weight and yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm safe doing this. And then, you know, when we were, when gyms opened again, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go to this gym. And I was so nervous. And I was like, I didn't know anyone. And I went by myself. And I've been going for the last year, like two or three times a week and like lifting weights. I was showing one of my friends some of my exercise and I'm like doing sumo squats, holding like a 45 pound weight, which is like, that's a big, fucking heavy thing. It's like half the size of you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm a small person. Yeah. Um, You know, I worked up to that, but I find I was always afraid of weightlifting because I thought it would make me too jacked. Yep. Um, yeah. And that's like a common that's misconception. A common misconception mm-hmm. They for think sure. it's going to happen like overnight. Yeah. yeah like yeah. if I touch Wouldn't a weight that that's nice? too heavy, I'll get yeah. too swole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> like, oh. Exactly. I don't but know. I, I feel like men want to just women out of the gyms. And they get, yeah. There was like a, because even like, like yeah, I said, maybe. going through kinesiology and having my certifications, that was still something. And that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. Like things wow. have definitely changed. Right. Like, so same thing. Like I, for me, when I was training, it was very much, I've always been athletic. I've always yeah. played sports. I've always loved doing things like that. But even just, I would say in the last 10 years, like I've like found CrossFit and I was like, yeah, amazing. And I can throw weights around and kettlebells. And there's something so empowering about oh my God, lifting totally. weights. Yeah. Mm. And it does. It's like strength for later. Like now as I'm getting older, I'm in my 40s. I'm like, mm. this weightlifting is going to help me for when I'm 60 and 70 or even like when I'm traveling and I can carry my own luggage and I don't yes. need anybody to help me. My husband's not home or nobody's there to help. I can move a couch like. I don't need like it's just something so empowering about knowing that you can get super strong and you can have arms that yeah. make guys feel like yeah. they're yeah. to work out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Although um, that is a joke. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but I mean, I was um, I spent a couple of days at a hotel with my friend and like I was like, no, it's OK. I can get my own bag. And the guy's like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. I was like, Bro. Yeah. Don't worry. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. One hand out of the back of the cab, no. you know? Like, but it, yeah. it feels so good, right? And even just I like lifting weights is such a stress relief for me. I just love it. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps you put your focus on fitness, like your fitness goals and other things. Like you're not looking at the scale. You're not worried about, yeah. you know, how much you weigh. It's like, okay, how much should I lift today? Like, can I do a little bit extra? Like, I feel like it's such a nice way to come into the gym or, or do your workouts and not focus about, about like, weight. oh, like the weight. I think that's something that sometimes you can't control, right? Like our yeah. bodies fluctuate all the time. So I feel like with the weight training, it's really helped a lot of people who yeah. want to be active, put their goals and put their like, you know, this is what they want to do in something else as opposed to like, I want to fit into this size jeans yeah. or mm-hmm. I want to have this weight on the scale. It's like, I want to be able to lift this amount of weight. And I think that's such an amazing thing to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely helps because I was always someone like, I want to be skinny or like, I was like, I want to be, I'm a small person, but I was always like, if I gained weight, I was like, I'd need to get skinnier. Yeah. And now learning how to lift weights and working out has helped me change my diet in a positive mm-hmm. way. That's and awesome. I don't feel bad if I'm like, want to eat like some cake. Like I, I don't care. I yeah. know that I'm like, it's, it's not going to, I'm not same way with like touching one weight's not going to make, make, make me school. Eating yeah, a exactly. piece of cake's not going to turn me into my no, former exactly. self. And it really helped me reframe from being someone that's like, Oh, I need to lose weight. I need to get skinnier. And now I'm like, I do um, like a body composition test at my gym where I hold on to okay, this thing. Yeah. And I can see that over the past, my, you know, how much muscle I've gained and what my body fat is. And That's that to awesome. me now, yeah. I might weigh the same as I did, but 
the whole composition of my body is different. And now I don't care. I'm like, damn, just packing on the muscle. You yeah, know, it's a good exactly. feeling. I think it just helps women especially just see their bodies in a completely different way, right? Like you said, yeah. like the obsession of being skinny, that's been there forever. It's yeah, like why now, right? <laughs> and it just puts your value in how you look. But like, did you know that I can deadlift 200 pounds? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's so much more to me than the, meets the eye, right? Yeah. And, and same thing about like, I remember when I used to have clients and I'd have like a pound of fat and a pound of muscle and I'd show them, I'm like, even though it's a pound, like think of like a balloon filled with marbles as opposed to like a balloon filled with jello, right? Yeah. So they can weigh the same, but one takes up such less space. So don't worry about how much you weigh if you're building muscle because it doesn't, It like, you won't see that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. I love hearing that. So out of high school, mm-hmm. you got right into kinesiology, like right into... Yes. yeah. Okay. I did. So you I were did. into it all through... I've always been into fitness and um, my dad actually back in East Africa, he was a phys ed teacher. And um, so he's always been into fitness as well. He used to do cross country running in Kenya and things like that and always like swam in the ocean and was always super active. And then when they moved here, he was a contractor, just kind of like, you know, I I think so crazy, like moving across the world and being like, we're going to go to Canada. We don't know anybody there. Like now when you think of like just... I don't know, we go on a trip and we like Google, like, where are we going to eat for a restaurant? Like, yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. So he came here, um, worked as um, a construction worker, and then I'm the youngest of three. So my brother and sister were also very active and just fitness and sport, especially, was something I just loved. I loved, I loved, I loved. So I did track, I did basketball, I did all of it. And um, when it came to like figuring out a career, immigrant parents, my brother's an accountant, my sister's a pharmacist. We have so many cousins that are like in professions and I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? Like, I don't know what I want to do, but I knew I couldn't sit at a desk. Like I knew that, like I'm answering my pants type of person (laughs) from, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I loved people. And so I remember my guidance counselor in like high school, he's like, have you ever thought of kinesiology? And I was like, what, what, what is that even? Like, you know, so um, he explained it to me and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like, maybe I'll become a phys ed teacher. I don't know. I'll figure it out. So I told my parents and they're like, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, they too, they were like kinesiology, like, what is that? And like, York had a great program. So I went and did it and um, I loved it. I fell in love with it. Like in university to be able to take courses like track and volleyball and, yeah. like, and like anatomy and physiology and like muscular biomechanics. Like it was amazing. I love nutrition. That's like great. I loved it. I loved it. And I was like so happy I did. It. And then I did my personal training degree. And then my husband, I got married and my husband was finishing up med school. So I kind of just followed him. So I really just started working as a personal trainer. I was like, okay, when we settle, I'll go into like physiotherapy or I wanted to do something athletic therapy. My goal was like to work with athletes, like the women's soccer team or something. I'd love to do something like that. But then we moved around so much with his schooling that I just started working as a personal trainer. And I absolutely loved it. I was like, I love this. Like I loved working with people. Um, I thought if I went into physio, I'd work with people that were, you know, had more injuries and things like that. But I loved someone healthy coming to me being like, okay, this is my goal. And like, you know, I had clients help. I helped them run like 10Ks and marathons and do bodybuilding competitions. And I had like a 80 year old client that would come like, I loved it. Like it was such a nice way for me to combine like my love for people and my passion for fitness. And yeah, so, and then, yeah, that's kind of like how, and then we had kids and I stopped training and then I started kind of just sharing on socials to keep in touch with friends because we moved around so much. And then I don't just kind of like snowballed into this and... Yeah, if you told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing something like this, I'd be like, what? What is yeah. that? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, especially 10 years ago. I mean, it was pre-Instagram, pre-TikTok, you know? Yeah, it had just started. Like, like I, There was remember, like bloggers. You yeah. Know, that was me. <laughs> exactly. You were ahead of your time. There wasn't a lot. I mean, when I started my 
blog, I'd tell my friends, it was like the early ages of Twitter. I was like, people are going to know me for my blog one day. And I'd sit at home and I'd be like working away, like simple coding HTML. And they'd be like, user, why don't you come out and party? I was like, I'm working on my blog. And then (laughs) it worked out okay for me. Yeah. What was your blog called? Um, So my blog is Casey Stewart. This is my life. It's like a lifestyle diary that I've had. Um, And I just started writing stories about like people, places, things, like thoughts I was thinking about stuff and documenting with a lot of pictures. And it's pretty cool because now I can look back and I have like the last day almost 20 years of my life documented amazing and like during the pandemic I was living at the cottage in Muskoka and I wrote I most of my jobs got canceled so I was I blogged almost every day for 600 over 600 days and when I counted to 600 days I was like this is depressing oh I'm gonna stop which was dumb because that was right before Omicron hit and we had that like a wave (laughs) um but yeah 600 days were documented specifically so that's kind of like a whole like time capsule yeah that's very cool yeah it's cool every website is cool yeah (laughs) so do you have clients that come to you and for whatever reason, just can't keep it together and they fail. Yeah, I what, wouldn't say fail. I think that's a tough one. It depends. What so, are the reasons why? So I think that it depends. I think sometimes people, I really find, so with a lot of people that come to me, I try to understand their why. Like, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds, but why? Like, you know, and I really think that your goals and what you're motivated by make a huge difference, right? So if you're yeah. like, I want to lose 20 pounds because I'm going on a vacation. Okay, that's great. But what happens? So if we don't get to 20, have we failed? Right? Like, are you okay with are you going to cancel the vacation? Right? Like, are you what's going to are you not going to enjoy your vacation? Or Oh, I have to go to a wedding or I'm going you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the idea and with my clients and with my community, what I really try to do when it comes to fitness is you can have these goals of losing weight of, you know, um, being healthier to fitting into a certain size. But I really think that you have to understand why you want to be healthy and why it's important to be healthy and active and like the benefits of like the process, right? So like you say, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds, but like, I really want you within that to enjoy your daily walks, to enjoy trying out new recipes, to enjoy getting stronger and lifting heavier weights. Like if we can get you to enjoy those things, first of all, you'll stick to it because a lot of times I think people are like, I'm going to do spinning because that burns the most amount of calories. You go to spinning and you hate it. Well, what do you get? You're going to put yourself through this torture for the next three months. Then don't do it. Like we're in a, we're in a world right now where you have access to so many different things. Like why go for a walk and listen to a podcast, go for an outdoor bike. If you hate spinning, do boxing, do CrossFit, do Pilates, like there's play sports. Like there's so many different things that you can do so that if we can figure that out, then you won't fail. Yeah. You might have a few weeks where you're busy and things happen. You're traveling or you're sick or like life gets really busy and you don't feel like going but if you enjoy it then you'll get back into it so much quicker so yeah so I think it's really about shifting that perspective and I don't want people to feel like they're failing because I don't want them to like feel like they're never going to come back to it right like mm-hmm. before in the past I used to have a lot of clients were like oh I've done this or and they're like I lost 20 pounds but then I gained it all back and like you know what's the point of even starting again and I'm like don't be so hard on yourself like life's yeah. tough and at every stage it's a different part of your life, right? Like if you were trying to lose weight or trying to get back into it and you had two young kids and you weren't sleeping and the last thing was like you being able to take care of yourself. Well, that's not failure. That's just the part of your life you were in, right? Now your kids are older. You have more time for yourself. You're sleeping better. Like 
let's focus on what you have now and let's help you get healthier and get to those goals. So that's kind of like, and I've had to shift my perspective of that too, because, you know, the fitness industry 20 years ago was very different, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't really Mm -hmm. look at the person as a holistic thing. It was like, you're coming into the gym three times a week. Like, this is what you're eating. This is what we're cutting out. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. hard. Like, you're going to hate it, but you're going to get shredded. Exactly. (laughs) I used to feel like I... And cry. Yeah, exactly. You're going to want to hate coming here, but you're going to, you know, and I feel like, no, I don't think people want to do that anymore. I actually, I love going to my gym so much. Like I don't go to like, I'm not someone who like goes to the clubs on the weekend, but I feel like going to my gym, it's almost like I'm partying (laughs) because the music, I have friends there and I only see them at the gym, but we're like dancing in between sets and we are like laughing and the music is like loud and you can make a request if you want oh, that's and it's awesome. like I leave there and I'm just like Woo! yeah <laughs> that's I'm, going, I'm going tonight I like I can't you're wait for it to but see you found something you enjoy right and yeah. you said you don't like spinning so if you're like if you have to find something you enjoy and sometimes it might take you a while of doing different classes but there is something out there that you you will enjoy and sometimes like it's just going for a walk with your friend instead of a coffee mm-hmm. date saying let's go for a walk and booking that every couple of mm-hmm. like you know once a week or something and then knowing that you're getting your steps and that could be your form of mm-hmm. activity and fitness. It, I love a walk and talk. So yeah, my friend's like, it. oh, like, do you want to go for lunch? I'm like, not really. Yeah. But I can get a hand food or a coffee. Yeah. And let's do a walk and talk. Exactly. That I love moving. Yeah, that's you're what like, I've been you doing. You feel too. energized. Yeah. I know something that you enjoy that I also enjoy, and that is skipping. I love skipping. You are skipping. very good at skipping. <laughs> I also love skipping. That's awesome. Yeah. When I, I was skipping. I was on a um demo team for the Heart and Stroke Foundation oh, when I was a kid. That's amazing. Like went around to different yeah. schools skipping. Love skipping. That's so funny. That's where my love of um, skipping started too. Was yeah, hard stroke. Over, yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> like in elementary school, I remember yeah. I like helped my teacher organize. Like the thing. I loved it so, so much. Yeah. Jump up for heart. Jump up for so heart. Good. Yeah, and it's such a simple way to like just warm up your body to move. Mm. It's so easy, and for me, it just shows that you don't need a lot of fancy equipment to get no. moving. It's mm-hmm. like you know, if it was good enough for like boxers like Muhammad Ali, it's good yeah. enough for us. I was telling Nelson like my favorite i've had different skipping ropes and i know you have like some great looking ropes on your website because i was like oh do i need a speed rope um but my favorite rope that i have still is the red jump rope for heart rope like the the white handles it's just like i do have a double dutch yeah yeah, yeah. that i would love this summer to find some people throwing it out there who want to double dutch Dutch i love yeah i love because like my sister and i used to like people are doing double dutch and we'd go in and we'd do cartwheels into it and that's impressive full on tricks and I could jump in the middle of a double Dutch rope with, with a, a single rope. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm ready to shine yeah. this summer, guys. Look <laughs> <laughs> Here I come. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Skipping. No, skipping is so much fun. And again, it brings you back to your childhood. Yeah. It just makes you feel like a kid. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. What other certifications do you have beyond being a kinesiologist? So I have my kin degree. I have my cancer pro. Oh, kin degree. Yeah, kinesiologist. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I did that through Bachelor of Science. And then I have... Um, uh, CanFit Pro, which is like my personal training degree. I've done like pre and postnatal. I've done a little oh, bit of okay. like sports training. So like agility, speed, movement, those types of things. So yeah, so those are kind of, that's my background. Because I love sport. Like that's kind of been something I've always loved as well. So I did a little bit of um, a, a few certifications in like athletic training. What's twist conditioning? Yeah. So twist condition is what I did through. So they used to train hockey players. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of how that started. So then I did my, do you know what the BOSU ball is? Yeah. The half ball. Yeah. The half ball. So I did a certification through that. And it was kind of like, you know, a lot of times when you're training athletes with like the ladders and like the, like the, um, what are they called? The 
not the cones. <laughs> Pylons. Pylons. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And so it's a lot about like that and like ball movement and like quick feet and things like that. So I did that through Twist. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very not cool. that we're talking weight, okay, <laughs> but what's the most amount of weight that you've ever worked oh, with a wow. client to lose? Oh, oh, oh a client to, to lose. lose. Yeah. Oh, that's a good They asked me good how much question. I can lift. No. <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't All know. All right. <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk about that publicly. <laughs> Um, so this was a while ago in <laughs> in Ottawa. I was a personal trainer there at Good Life. Yeah. And um, I had a client come in. She was quite overweight. Her doctor had like told her to come in. I think she was like. Go to um, Zara. Yeah, go yeah. to Zara. No. I mean, she didn't say go to Zara. She said go to the gym. And then yeah. she met me. But she met you. Like, yeah, we Lots just actually like. Yeah, like we just like. Um, they had things like people would sign up to meet with a personal <laughs> trainer and then they would. So I just sat down with her and um, she was like. Um, had never really been active her like her whole life. She was in like the high 200s, like mm-hmm. pretty pretty up there like it was really like you could tell it was affecting her mm-hmm. like her everyday life like breathing heavy and things like that and it was again it was about like education like first of all like even for me that was like a big goal that I'd never work with I'm like all right let's break this down let's see like you know it is going to take work it's going to take lifestyle changes but like also um you know like it's it's just habits of like you know I don't know I I don't remember actually if she was like that her whole later like her whole life but it took just baby steps of like even like doing like you know like usually sessions are an hour we could only do like 20 minutes and she was tired right. and so it was kind of adjusting to being like okay let's and like you said like we I don't want her to feel like she's failing on the first session like you didn't make the hour so like we we took the hours we split them up we did half hour sessions until she felt comfortable enough we started with just like walking on the treadmill and like sitting yeah. and lifting weights she also felt very uncomfortable coming into the gym too yeah. right and so it was about changing that narrative too like the fact that you're here like women are looking at you and being like that's amazing like good for yeah. you you're taking that next step to like work towards improving your health right so yeah and it took us about two years and she lost about 100 pounds oh very wow. nice yeah yeah so it's pretty amazing that's and like you know it was really nice to be able to, to like guide her I mean, she did all the work I just was like do this do that you know but she yeah, did all the but work still, but yeah it having was pretty someone amazing. in your corner makes yeah, a big difference yeah. like that and just that support and I really like that you said women are looking at you saying that's great that she's make that she's here yeah. and doing that because I feel like you go to the gym and like I had a breast reduction I had really huge boobs but they're gone now um, but like uh, that stopped me from going to the gym I just put the under gone I just they're tossed them away but like that really stopped me from going to the gym because I was mm-hmm. like every time I walked in the gym I was like everyone's staring at yeah, me this everybody and that and it's feels like that. no one's nobody's staring Nobody they're too cares. focused on their yeah, own thing 100%, and if, exactly. I'm always like when new person comes to the gym, I'm like, fuck yeah, we're working out. Yeah, and you know, exactly. It's like you want to encourage them. Yeah. But I think that holds people back a lot is like everyone's staring at me or Everyone's like, staring, I'm overweight yeah. and I, you know, people are laughing or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the case. No, that's so true. And from, like I said, I haven't done personal training in a while. I do, I... Pre-pandemic, I taught boot camp classes, CrossFit, and that was oh, the wow. first thing anybody would always say to me. Okay, but I don't want people to laugh with me. I really want to come to the class, but let me get fit a little bit first before. I'm like, no, just come. Nobody cares. If yeah. anything, people are supportive. And everyone's been there. Everyone knows what it felt like walking into that gym for the first day yeah, and not like totally. Yeah. And like even like for me, like I love working out. I'm the least coordinated person. So like I remember <laughs> doing step class and I was like tripping and I'm like, I'm the fitness manager at this gym, but like I have no and like everyone has somewhere it's to fine. start. It's fine. And I think that a lot of people feel that and like I think you just have to look at yourself would you ever laugh at someone or think like 
I don't, you know what I mean? No. Like, so why do we think that other people think these things when we wouldn't think that of other yeah. people, right? So I love that you said that. I think it's so important for people to realize that if anything, a gym is a super supportive place. Like you might feel out of place. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to like, you know, not know everything the first time you go. Like you have to remember people have been going for, for yeah. years and they're like, it's just a part of their routine. But for you to go, like you have to start somewhere. So just go suck it up. It's fine. Even yeah. if you embarrass yourself, it's take okay. Nobody, step. yeah, take the first step. Laugh about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And people are really willing to help. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So when you first started, did you feel that way? When I first went to the gym? Yeah. I was like, well, I first was going to like a, um, uh, LA fitness kind of gym, but I never used any of the machines because I was like, there's all these like guys, yeah. <laughs> like the meathead. And I was like, because <laughs> like, I was just like this person, like small person. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'd only do the treadmill. And then I'd go in the like yoga studio when it, when no one else was in there. And I do like a 10 minute workout with like a 10 minute dumbbell. And I'd be like, I got to go home now. Yeah. But now when I went to the gym that I go to now, I walked in and I was like, it's my first time. And then it turned out someone said, are you Casey? And I was like, oh, I am. And she's like, she used to work with Nike and with Nike PR and had oh, organized wow. the thing. And I was like, OK, best friend, I know someone. <laughs> I know. And then I only see her at the gym now. And and then it turned out someone else. I walked into the class the next time and my neighbor Cause it's like, it's literally two seconds oh, okay, from my house. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, hi. And I was like, oh my God, hi. Yeah. And then I just made more gym friends. And yeah. now I'm like, that's awesome. Hey, best friend. Whenever I go there now. <laughs> no, it's nice. nice. And I think gyms now, there are certain gyms and your sounds like it. Like they do try to create a sense of community, which mm -hmm. is great as well. And you see a lot more women in gyms now totally. as well. In the weight training space and Especially things like that. Especially there. Well. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely changed, which is great. So circling back to the cookbook, mm -hmm. what are some of your next key steps before this comes out? So we finished the photography. We're finishing. We finished the recipes. We have recipe testers. So that's great to have that feedback coming. How back do you in. get on that list? I know <laughs> it's out, but I can send you the recipes and it's been really fun. So like we're kind of like we got people like don't share, don't, but I'll get like private DMs. Like, I tried this. I love it. I tried this. And I'm looking for like genuine like feedback right like yeah. does this not make sense or did I miss a step because for me cooking comes so fluidly it's like yeah I need to know like I want to make sure that when you get that recipe you can follow it step for step and it can turn out as amazing as I mm -hmm. want it to like you know like I, I made it for you hopefully that's kind of like the idea yeah. so yeah so recipe testing is going on we're just finishing up like you know like the intro and like the like the list of like the index and all that kind of stuff. I want to do like a whole, like a small little chapter on spices and things like that. So we're just finishing up with that. Uh, Photography is done. So we're just picking our final selects and things like that. And then um, we're going to be working with like the designer and just kind of figuring out the images and the recipes. And so like, that's kind of like the fun stuff to see it kind of come yeah, that's all together. So do you know if it's going to be a hard copy or so it's going to be hard, hard copy? Nice. nice. Yeah. I like that for a cookbook because yeah, like it's, yeah. it's easier to like prop shell. up. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Put it in the stand. It has a little bit cooking. of weight to it. Hopefully. Yeah. Is there a Nihari dish? Oh, no, there isn't. But I love Nihari. <laughs> oh. Me too. I dabbled in Nihari in oh. Dubai. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the first time I ever heard the word. Oh, yeah. It's good. But that's a Pakistani dish. Yeah. But there are a lot of like a lot of people that work from Pakistan in Dubai. So there's a lot, there's some really good Pakistani Indian yeah, food in Dubai. Really good, yeah. What is it, this dish? Oh, it's, it's a, um, it's a beef stew with spices. Yeah, oh, exactly. But it's like shredded beef. Like it's very, and then it's oh. got like wheat in it as well. So that makes it thick. Um, like a beef barley. Wheat. Think about like. Not weed. Not weed. <laughs> no, 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 not weed. <laughs> not in Dubai, but like, no. um, 
it's wheat (laughs) (laughs) and it's like a thick um and then you like blend the wheat and the um um ground like not ground beef sorry the meat and it's a bunch of spices like a nice thick stew do you so you like spicy food Oh yeah, yeah, because they are yeah. spicy. Yes, ah, nice. I and then it comes like all these food. toppings, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I um went to a Pakistani guy's place. Funny enough, oh nice. Who who, who um I met with him, and then he um I asked him other than business, you know, what are you into? And yeah. he's like, I love to cook. Oh, okay. yeah, that's so nice. I love that. So we started riffing on different things, and he's like, you gotta come over. You gotta come over. So <laughs> awesome. I ended up at his place. Oh, nice. And he made this lamb dish, mm. which was like lamb and cloves and Ooh. like a bunch of lamb sautéed with spices okay, and nice. um and then yogurt. Oh yeah, yogurt. and it was uh, yeah. tough to pick. Lamb is so good. Yeah, yeah, lamb done well is really yeah. good. And I I find lamb is a really strong. Oh yeah. So the spices kind of help it. Yeah, mellow out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, we love spices. Yeah. And my daughter loves spice. Ooh, really? Surprisingly. Oh, I love that. You can feed her pretty well anything she's okay with it on the spice side, which I was surprised. Yeah. But when she was really young, Talia and I were eating these spicy noodles. Yeah. So she's. I I honestly believe that like. If I mean, especially if you're nursing and if like you're breastfeeding, I think that those like spices get transferred. Yeah. Even with my kids, like they've always liked spicy food, but I think they've literally been exposed to it from yeah, when I was lives. pregnant with them. Yes. Yeah. Actually, all the people in my life that don't like spicy food, like my father and uncle, yeah, they're people whose mother never, never had spicy food. So maybe, I mean, I don't, don't quote me on don't that. I don't know. Like, it, there's okay. no research on that, but I <laughs> definitely check. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. really believe that that... Um, yeah, for sure. And you're exposed to it, right? Like if mm-hmm. your family loves eating spicy food, then you're going to be exposed to that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that on a day you're, uh, you know, not oh, eating. Oh, that's okay. Next time we'll have a feast. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I'll, take a, rain check. I'll take a rain check on totally. that. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. so much fun. Absolutely. Really excited it always goes cookbook. so fast. Yeah. That was really yeah. fast. Yeah, and excited for your cookbook to come out. Thank and you. when we do, we'll make sure that we share that with everyone who listens to Cast of Creators. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Fantastic. that. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. Thank Amazing. you. Thanks Thank so you. much, guys. <laughs>